This is The Run Home feature interview. Thanks to Mick Delivery. And we have uh, royalty. Uh, one of the uh, the members of this 2011 World Cup team that uh, saved this country from depths of despair and changed the fortunes of rugby for the All Blacks as we know it. Uh, and a man who played such a crucial role. Uh, uh, he put New Zealand on his back and carried them into that final before the uh, the, the handy offload to uh, the great Beave as well. Aaron Cruden joins us now uh welcome to the show aaron it is a pleasure to have you here rugby world cup final week does it uh bring back memories light a fire under you well good afternoon gentlemen um yeah a hundred percent it does i mean uh you know this this week for the boys over in france is, is the reason why they play the game you know to be at the pinnacle and now to obviously be be so close to to achieving and reaching the goal so um, you know, they've got a whole nation behind them now and, and they'll be taking it day by day. But, oh, mate, it's going to be a great game, that's for sure. Cruds, uh, bonjour. Um, I am alive. Uh, great, to, <laughs> great to hear about you talking about the uh, having a nation behind them. We're talking, obviously, about the 211 stuff. What are some of your mem- memories as far as that week goes, as far as the, the bus trips to trainings, the bus trips to the walkthroughs on the day of the game that was pretty insane wasn't it oh beave it was and and you've nailed it on the head like apart from obviously um winning the game and winning the world cup and you know the the emotion of it all and and i guess the sense of achievement for for me that's probably my fondest memory um of that time is is the drive on the bus to the stadium to the captain's run, you know, seeing the the streets absolutely packed with All Black supporters and, um, you know, just the way that sport, I guess, can bring people together, um, it was just incredible. And to do that all those years ago um, here in New Zealand, on New Zealand soil, um, yeah, it's certainly something that I'll I'll never forget. Um, Not only as just a a rugby memory, but but just a, a lifelong memory, you know, that was pretty special for sure. Now, Cruds, these um, these questions have been designed by uh, a cheeky little um, producer called Jacob, and he wanted to know uh, because DC and Slade weren't there, did they have to keep it simple for you and Beef? Um, <laughs> he's lucky he can say that because I'm not in the country. But uh, what do you remember about things like that? Well, I think um, you'd certainly attest to this as well, Beef. It was more complicated for us, probably, wasn't it? You know, they, they were like, "Oh, well, one of two has gone finally. down." Let's just, yeah, Some intelligence. Let's throw a little bit more. Let's throw a bit more petrol on the fire and just challenge them even more. But um, nah, in all honesty, you know, when you get to that level and um, it's you're just solely focused on nailing your job. Um, you know, you're, you're just a part of a big machine that that sort of is is churning and. Um, yeah, for the for the likes of you and I, look, I don't know how you felt about it, Beef, but I was called in late in the piece, like yourself, and you know, I, for some reason, I just felt like that took a bit of the pressure off me. Anyway, um, you know, I was I was there, I was pretty excited about the opportunity, but um, I hadn't been involved in all of the lead up and all of the pressure surrounding that. So, look, I just came in, tried to, I guess, contribute the best way that I could on the field and off the field, and. Um, yeah, it sort of managed to work and um, then, it, you know, it's 30 minutes into the final, just thought, oh, look, Beeves had a rough run. I'll see if I can just chuck him a lifeline as well. And the rest is history and my friend, you're an absolute champion. 
Well, I don't know if it was a life front. It was almost uh, under a bus. But uh, would you talk about <laughs> would would you talk about um, how keeping it simple? I, I certainly think it was actually uh, it actually been more complicated back in the days when we were actually in there. And I think that was half the might have been half our problems at times in there. But you talk also about the the pressure and that there didn't feel like uh, a whole lot on us. The boys want to know. There was no real talk of a 24-year thing, was there? I can't really remember, but obviously we all knew about it. It wasn't internally talked about, though. I couldn't, I didn't recall. Yeah, not. I don't recall that either. As you're saying, I think as athletes and you know everyone sort of knew that that was there. You know that that was what we were facing, but it, it certainly wasn't necessarily talked about regularly. Or you know the boys were pretty. Um, pretty self-motivated anyway to, to try and get the job done and obviously the World Cup being in New Zealand in that time too you know that just added a little bit more to it as well but rather than it probably um, being more of a pressure on the team um, I think it energized the team and when I spoke earlier about you know the the bus rides to and from the stadium and just seeing I guess the the atmosphere and how electric the the country was always in behind that that sort of I think what helped propel that team into being able to yeah lift the lift the trophy at at the end of the the final against France. Now it's Wednesday over here, Crud. So I'm, I'm sure that uh, the the boys that we know particularly uh, they won't change a thing. They'll be off to play 54 holes of golf today. Um, <laughs> What do you remember? Do you remember what uh, you would have done during during the week of to, uh, I guess, try and get your head out of what was obviously the biggest games of our lives? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, probably just get out of the hotel, and um, I had a, a few friends around Auckland, so I would have just probably tried to to step out of the the um, which I suppose the boys over in France right now don't have that luxury but um, step out of the, the rugby environment for a little while or for a day at least you know so that your your mind's not ticking over too much but um, yeah as you said I think a lot of the boys over there will just get on the golf course and you know try and take their mind off it because obviously there's massive pressure this week but in saying that um, I've heard them speak about it a lot the, the fact that pressure, pressure is a privilege and They'll be building day by day this week, but um, yeah, certainly for me, it was probably enjoying some of the uh, fine food that Auckland has to offer back then, and, and getting out of the hotel and jumping around a few different cafes. And I wasn't a coffee drinker back then, so I remember I would have just been finding the best green tea spot around. Um, but yeah, certainly <laughs> like that, just just to literally take the mind off uh, off the rugby certainly would have been the case. And if you look forward to this weekend, mate, obviously they do have a big job on their hands. It's a, it's going to be a monster South African pack they're up against. With some fairly handy backs, and they're playing a bit more footy. Well, they were playing footy until they played England in the semi-final. How, how do you see the game unfolding, and what's what's crucial, I guess, for, for the boys to get it done? Oh, look, I, I'm backing the boys without a doubt, you know, 100%. And I just think... We we sort of we all know roughly how South Africa are going to play. Um, as you said, they they sort of have been a little bit more expensive in the last few games, barring the semi final. But I think um, you know they're going to kick a lot. They're going to chase hard. They're going to obviously defensively bring a lot of line speed. So I think um, you know if the ABs, if our boys can just limit their mistakes, 
um, and pretty much take everything that the the Springboks are going to kick at us. So if we can win the aerial battle, I think that'll go a long way to, to winning the game. And, and I think we can do that. Uh, you know, I think um, we, we showed it earlier this year in the game at Mount Smart. You know, if we get that right and, and we can sort of nail a few of those areas, then, then we can finish on top. And, um, you know, I suppose you even just think if, if they're looking for a bit of motivation, the last time we sp- we played the Springboks didn't go well. So the boys will be out there to certainly rectify that one as well. Aaron, uh, obviously, uh, it's it, the game itself. Is, I mean, listening to this is uh, a fan. I was I was there in the uh, stands, and I don't think I've ever felt so physically ill uh, at any given point at a sporting fixture in my entire life. Uh, it was just it felt so tense where we were. What was the plan originally pre-injury? Was there a uh, you know, Ted and the coaches saying we plan to bring? Uh, you're on for X, Y, Z, we'll bring Beeve on, or ha- do you guys both, either of you remember what was supposed to happen? Ted didn't still know my name at that stage, Sam, <laughs> so I don't know if I was going to be anywhere near <laughs> oh, I think Ted knew that Beaver was going to wear a triple XL small shirt, and they, he wanted him to get on at some stage, I remember that anyway, but um, nah, in all honesty, I can't really remember, I feel like um, they would have just obviously wanted to see how the game would unfold as well. It's, it's always a little bit hard to um, predetermine when when you're going to put people on. But also in saying that, you look at the Springboks today, like they look very um, premeditated in a lot of their substitutions and how they want to play the game. And, you know, that's worked for them, for them sorry, so far. Um, but for us, I think it was, yeah, just sort of, play the game see how it unfolds we were just trying to obviously play in the right areas and then yeah when you you look back it was about 30 minutes in and you know I picked up an injury and then Beeve came on and you know thank god he has the the fortitude and the poise that he does because he was able to nail that clutch kick and, and the rest was history Snuck it in, Crud. Snuck it in, mate. Uh, <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks for coming on today. We've uh, the boys have absolutely loved having you on to talk about your memories uh, from two eleven. And for me, one thing that we can't talk about on uh, on this radio show, but by far the MVP of the IRB Awards one day later was uh, the one and only Aaron Cruden. So we'll uh, we'll leave it at that, mate. But enjoy your weekend and uh, hope all's well back there in uh, the beautiful Tron. Yeah, good on you, Beef. Hey, you enjoy those uh, croissants, the baguettes, and uh, make sure you, you sort of enjoy a, a bevy with the boys afterwards, you know, regardless of the result. But uh, I think they all know we're, we're all behind them. Absolutely. Amazing. Thanks, Aaron mate. Cruden, thanks so much for your time. That was our Macca's features interview, feature interview, Mick Delivery, delivering your Macca's favourite straight to your door. Amazing stuff. That was the Run Home feature interview. Thanks to Mick Delivery. Staying in to watch the sport? Let us cook. Get your Macca's favourites delivered with Mick Delivery. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba!